0: You are listening to the Daily Treasure Podcast produced by Mark, Inc. Ministries. Today's devotional is called Panaya, Life Taker? Today's Treasure. And her rival used to provoke her grievously to irritate her because the Lord had closed her womb. So it went on year by year. As often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. Therefore, Hannah wept and would not eat. 1 Samuel 1, 6 and 7 Catch the words of conflict in today's treasure. Her rival, provoke, grievously irritated. So it went on, year after year, she used to provoke her. Hannah's response to Paniah's taunting was to weep. One source says that the word for weep can be interpreted as wailing as though someone is dead. Hannah would not eat. Hannah's lack of appetite reminds me of my inability to get even a piece of toast past my lips in the early days of deep grief over the deaths of our son and his friend. Panaya had an opportunity to be a life giver to Hannah. Surely, Panaya understood that Hannah's infertility was viewed by their culture as a curse from God. As a woman, Panaya must have known that not only did Hannah want a child because of her maternal longings, but also because of her infertility brought into question God's love for Hannah. Panaya could have been a source of encouragement and comfort to her sister wife. Instead, Panaya poured salt on the wound so persistently and hatefully that Hannah sometimes wept as though for someone who had died. Why was Panaya so mean-spirited? My heart aches a little for Panaya because she had her own life crisis to bear. Panaya is the second wife to a man who adored his first wife. It's clear from scripture that Elkanah's love for Hannah trumped his love for Panaya. No matter how many children Panaya bore for Elkanah, he would not love her more than Hannah. What a terrible place for Panaya to live every day of her life. Panaya found self-worth and pride in her ability to bear children, when Hannah could not. But she could not bear being second to Hannah, and jealousy took over her heart and showed up in her mean-spirited words. Before we totally condemn Paniah, we must ask the Lord to show us if we have ever behaved similarly. Have I ever judged another woman harshly? Have I drawn conclusions based on little information? and an incompetent understanding of that particular woman's life journey. Have I made nasty remarks to another about her life choices or how she ended up in a troublesome place? How often has my own discontent or insecurity been the root of my hateful words? Have I avoided offering help and hope to a hurting woman because of my own inadequacies? The spirit of Panaya lives in each of us. The older I grow, the more aware I am that I am not anyone's judge and jury. My mistakes and, yes, sinful judgments have taught me to be slow to draw conclusions about another person's life because I do not know the whole story or what he or she is experiencing. Most important, I am not the judge. May God open our hearts and minds to those painful times in another person's life where we can offer comfort pushed through the grid of Jesus' love for us. May the presence of Jesus in our hearts push out discontentment and jealousy. May our hearts' desire be to experience God, transforming those dark places in our souls with the cleansing forgiveness
1: and grace that Jesus offers. Friends, thank you so much for joining us on our pilgrimage Fueled by Hope and one of the ways that God fueled my journey with hope, my pilgrimage with hope was through biblical encouragement. When our son Mark and his friend Kelly were in a fatal car accident, I really struggled to reconcile God's love with his sovereignty. And just as soon as the family of God heard about our incredible loss, they rushed to the wound. They rushed there to try to stop the hemorrhaging of our hearts. and. They did this through so many practical acts of kindness and love. I know that many came not knowing what to say or do, and yet through prayer, the Lord directed them to do exactly what we needed. They became His hands and His heart and His shoulders, His tears, His words, and I will always be grateful. And I try to share that story in Treasures of Encouragement, but it's not only a My story, it is the story of scripture, of people like Deborah and Mary and Martha and others who lead the way in teaching us what biblical encouragement looks like. It's uh, written for individuals, but it's also a Bible study book. It's packed with hundreds of scriptures. You can go to treasuresofencouragement.org where you can learn more about the book. You can learn about the Leader's Guide. Both have been updated for a 25th anniversary edition. And there are lots of free resources there as well. So I hope you'll check it out at treasuresofencouragement.org. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember that no matter what today brings, God is sovereign and you can trust him.